Hi. So, by request, there will be a three-week limited sale of BPS and BPS-inspired items. The link is below in the description for both those in Europe and North America. And for those in Asia and Australia, it is suggested to use the US link. Thus, I would also like to thank in advance all of you for the support that this channel has received. Thanks and enjoy the video. This man, as well as this woman, and ultimately the voters that elected them both, are destroying their respective countries. And they're doing it by predicating their governing style on sympathy, kindness, sharing, and above all, empathy. That is, the quick rush of virtue that one gains from a small act of empathy may feel good for a short period of time, but it can have dire consequences in the long term and it even clouds one from reason and the larger picture. Or so a new book by Paul Bloom, a psychologist at Yale University, contends. How many times have you heard political leaders, media pundits, and academics proselytize that our values are based on fairness, inclusion, kindness, giving it a fair go, but more than anything that others need to be empathized with. For example, in the current year, if we need to go to war, we'll do so as we empathize with people that need to be liberated. But are these values that we as individuals and more to the point, policymakers hold, should they be put at the center of our decision-making processes, especially when looking at long-term effects that those decisions create? Empathy evangelists like Merkel and Trudeau miss how empathetic pull can have all sorts of bad consequences. For example, an entire civilization can focus on the death of a young Kurdish boy, as was the case with the drowning victim, Alan Kurdi, and in an orgy of empathy, demand actions that, while giving them the satisfaction of feeling good about themselves in the short term, lead to not only more people drowning, but long-term problems such as those that can be seen across the entire continent of Europe today. An entire civilization can focus all of its attention on one boy drown at sea, but cannot think of the long-term issues that open borders will create, much less on the concrete and very real issues, such as the increasing acidity of those seas. Empathy clouds decision-making as it focuses only on the here and now without considering the effects that those decisions and actions may create in the future. Consider recent news from Canada. The national president of the Canadian Somali Congress and Canada's Minister of Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship, Ahmed Hussein, announced the new plans of the Liberal government led by Justin Trudeau will be scrapping the 40-year-old policy which bars entry to immigration applicants when they could be costly to public health or social service systems. They explained that the existing policy that rejects those that have pre-existing medical conditions or those that are disabled from immigrating to the country doesn't align with Canadian values of inclusion. This is in addition to calls by the same Liberal government to increase the ease as well as swell the numbers of elderly immigrants to join their families in Canada. While both measures are predicated on empathy, 
for foreign people that are ill, disabled, and elderly, is this a good policy for the political leaders of the Canadian people to enact? The reason the current policy exists is because those that have pre-existing medical conditions as well as those that are disabled have rightly been judged to be potentially a net drain on social and medical services in the country. With regards to the elderly, they will be entering a welfare state in the twilight of their years and those years being some of the most expensive in terms of care and medical treatment and they will be doing this without having contributed anything in their lifetime to the system that they would like to reap the benefits of. Moreover, they will be putting further strain on the social health system and more likely than not swell the already overburdened ethno-cultural long-term care homes that already exist for those that have already arrived and never integrated into the wider society. Does the instant gratification that voters and their political leaders get outweigh the long-term costs, damages to, and overburdening of the social and health systems that these policies bring? Moreover, overt empathy feeds into existing bias in that, as our civilization becomes ever more fractured, the growing tribalism of identity politics are very much influenced by empathetic bias. According to Bloom, the enthusiasm for empathy is grounded in the idea that, well, if everybody would be more empathetic, everybody would have political views just like me. The left think that, oh, well, if only Republicans would feel more empathy, then they would agree with me about health care and foreign aid and gay rights. But this kind of thinking is simply an illusion, as those on the left and the right are almost never arguing on whether or not to empathize. They're arguing over who to empathize with. While the left generally empathize with those they feel are oppressed, minorities, immigrants, the transgender, many on the right empathize with the nation's existing population. Hey, how can we be sending millions of dollars overseas to Africa when we have homeless people in our own country? We've got to help our own first. We feel the pain of those in our in-group. Those on the left tend to blame anyone who isn't sensible to the pain of their perceived victim groups as lacking empathy and feeling. And many on the right are perplexed by the emotional nature of the left and their lack of understanding the long-term consequences of their actions as well as their perceived hatred for those outside their own in-groups. Tales of woe are at the heart of this type of decision-making process. For example, on the left, if you are not for massive inflows of people from backward and poverty-stricken places with very divergent cultures, you're heartless. For those on the right, if you're for the massive inflow of people from backward and poverty-stricken places, you're not only mindless, but heartless toward your fellow citizens that have been and will be victims of the violent crime that many of these people bring. Consider this. Three centuries ago, Adam Smith noted that when you feel empathy for someone that has been wronged, abused, or slighted, that empathy then translates into anger and, in many circumstances, hate toward those that have done the abuse. For example, whenever the far left wish to justify their wanton violence and destruction of property, they will usually provide some kind of narrative of individuals from the plethora of new classes of victims 
that have been oppressed in some way to justify their acts. Sometimes the story's true, sometimes false. A good example of this would be the far left's, as well as Silicon Valley at this point, insistence that freedom of speech and ideas are dangerous to an assorted number of self-proclaimed victim classes, and therefore speech and ideas must be suppressed. This is an example of where empathy really does run amok. But to be clear, none of this is to say that decisions based in empathy cannot result in positive moral consequences, such as randomly giving a few dollars to charity, but reason that is directed by other instincts, including compassion, not empathy, will in most circumstances produce better decisions and, with it, better outcomes. Consider the old proverb, give a man a fish and you'll feed him for a day, teach a man to fish and you'll feed him for a lifetime. Being emotionally gaslit by empathy, our civilization has always chosen the immediate gratification of giving the man a fish. Take sub-Saharan Africa, mired in poverty, bad government, lacking food security, and much of which is dependent upon aid. And the aid, no matter how well-meaning, is contributing to the catastrophically dangerous explosion in population there. What the West should be doing is removing empathy from the core of its decision-making and have compassion for the situation in that part of the world and use reason to look at the bigger picture and how we might be able to actually help in the long term to affect positive change or teach the man how to fish. Empathy, however well-intentioned, is a poor guide for moral reasoning. And to that end, somebody really needs to sit down with the likes of Justin Trudeau, as well as Angela Merkel, and explain to them that viewing most situations through the lens of empathy will not make them better people, but in fact will most likely lead to the destruction of the countries they have been charged to lead and protect. Thanks for watching, and I've just opened up an Instagram account, so if you use that particular social media, you can follow me there now. As well, thanks for supporting this channel, and get yourself a cool BPS item as a Christmas gift for yourself, for a friend, or a loved one. Thanks, and be well.